Hello there, teacher friend. Welcome back to another episode. And this one is just for you, for those of you who are starting your micro school or learning pod, even your preschool, and those of you who've already started, but you're wanting to grow. This is six ways to create community and connection in a fun and easy way to promote your micro school, your learning pod, your preschool. These are marketing tips. And you know why I'm bringing marketing tips? Because this is what you've asked for. This is what our student community, whenever I type into our group in Facebook, I will ask our student community, what are you struggling with? What are your goals? What are you looking forward to? What do you need help with? And a lot of them will say enrollment or getting the students. And right now you are at a great, great time of the year to begin settling in some strategies to market for your students for the first time or to grow your enrollment. And I'm going to come to you with some fun and easy ways to promote in a community and in a, in a connected way. Yes, even if you're shy and even if you don't want to feel salesy, this is the episode for you. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. What an amazing time of the year it is for those of you who are beginning a transition. I know how you feel. I know that there are so much excitement and so many unanswered questions and fears that you may have, but just know that we are right here for you. I've been in your shoes. I've coached many people who have gone through the same journey as you have, and we are here to help you. And speaking of which, we have our intensive coaching package, which is absolutely tailored to your needs. It's me and you meeting one-on-one, but even before we meet, when I get your needs analysis, which is sent directly to me, As you sign up for your coaching, I send you an interest form. You give me your needs analysis. I take it. I print it out. I go over it with my husband. We have a business meeting over it. We come up with specific strategies and goals for you to work on. I meet with you for an hour, five times to help you plan out your school, your learning pod, whatever the business model it is that you choose. I have things put in place for you. I have homework for you, but it's not bad homework. It's awesome homework. And it's all tailored to your needs, to your season of life, to how fast you want to go, how many students you want to have, how much income you need to earn. All of it is laid out and it is a one-on-one differentiated coaching plan just for you. That is our 
intense coaching package. We also have the deluxe package, which is a total of nine times that we set and flush out every single detail in order for you to be successful. No more overwhelm in any of these coaching scenarios. You are going to go from unstuck to having a plan, to putting into action, to having accountability and someone there to cheer you on, to check in with you. I have hired coaches before. They have literally given me multiple, multiple returns on my investment. And so I'm I'm so thankful to be able to do the same for you. And if you are unsure and you're thinking, I don't know if I'm ready to do the intense or the deluxe coaching. I just need some clarity over where I am now. I need your help. I need your expertise. Give me an hour of your time where we can sit down, look at where you are, look at where you want to go, and then create goals and strategies and action steps. It's my very, very favorite thing to do is to coach teachers and parents like you. Okay, now that rhymed. My favorite thing to do is to coach people like you. It really is. I come from an instructional coaching background. It is my heart and soul. It's my deep, deep desire, my passion. So you can head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching and snag that up as soon as possible because the spots are filling up. I'm one person and I love doing this so much, but this is definitely a part of our evenings and our afternoons. And so I want to make sure that I have room for you. So again, www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching. Now, this episode today is one in which you need to write down. You absolutely need to do this. Otherwise, it will be like little ideas just floating around like dust in the wind. And it's like, yeah, 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 that's a great idea. That's a great idea. And then you sit down, you look at your calendar, the life parts get a hold of you and you go, I don't know when I'm going to do that. I don't know if I can do that. And then all of this imposter syndrome starts taking place. Marketing is multifaceted. Let me tell you, there are so many phenomenal ways to get your message out to the world, to get students coming to your door, parents to inquire about you. But I'm telling you right now, it's all about community and it's all about connection. If you just move to a new area, you will quickly find that community is an area in which must be built up, especially if you're going to a new area of town. I have some coaching clients who moved to new areas of the state or another country and thought that very quickly they could build a micro school. And in turn, they very quickly and very humbly realized, whoa, I really need to build a community here. And why is that? It's what I've been teaching all along in this podcast is that people need to know you, like you, and trust you. And there are ways to do this without being weird and without feeling out of place or out of norm or putting in too much energy that you feel as if you don't get a return on your investment. I am not about going to every single farmer's market. I am not about you going to events every single weekend. No, that is not what I am suggesting that you do. I'm a mom. I'm a full-time working mom. My children are involved in a lot of extracurricular activities and on the weekend. So I am not at all suggesting that you slave your life away to putting yourself out in a community where you have to spend hours and hours a day. No, there are social media strategies. There are email strategies. There are specific marketing strategies that I teach you online and through emails and connecting with people. There is word of mouth strategies. There are so many pieces. But in today's episode, I want to specifically talk about community and connecting in the community. 
I also teach about social media. I also teach about tons of word of mouth strategies. I also teach about email marketing. It is unbelievable. I also teach about doing events. This episode can be definitely a mixture of all of that. I want to give six creative ideas to consider when can build when building your community outreach and it's a plan okay this is a plan this is not just some ideas that you want to write down on a piece of paper you have to take these ideas and make it into a plan that's what i do with the people that i coach i'm not giving you a plan right now i'm giving you some ideas however there are many many more ideas this is not just an inclusive list now i don't want that to overwhelm you either but these are a really great stepping stool to building the know, like, and trust factor and also giving yourself a word of mouth advantage. Word of mouth is the number one marketing tool. Number one. Why? Because of referrals and because people want to do what everybody else is doing and they want to know the inside scoop from all their friends, all their family, all their soccer moms, all their volleyball moms, all their lacrosse parents. They want to know it all. And before they take the initial step with you, they're going to ask other people about you. But if you're not around other people, it's going to be difficult. And I want to put a disclaimer out there that there was a time in my husband and I's life where we really went into what as our kids were growing up, we went through about a three year span of not really connecting out in our community. We really spent a three-year journey doing a lot of work on ourselves, doing a lot of work on ourselves spiritually, doing a lot of work in our family life that we really did not have the capacity to get out into the community and be social butterflies. And I, that's not my style right now either, but I will say that if, if you're in a place like that where you haven't really built a big connection of people, maybe you don't go to church, maybe your kids don't play sports, it's okay. You can at least take one of these ideas and tailor it to your comfort level. So let's talk about what community outreach is and why it's important. It is any occasion or an event when you intentionally reach out to your community. It does not have to be this big elaborate showing show and tell okay it can be however just as simple as connecting with another business but it does help you build trusting relationships with families and others it's also a way to add value and help your potential clientele grow there are many opportunities to share but they have been limited in the past few years due to social media and a lot of other changing ways of marketing but this will always hold true. Any way that you can meet face-to-face with one person can give you residual effects, impacts, actually. Community and connection really are everything. In this digital world, people want to see who you are and they want to feel connected to you, especially if you're going to be caring for their children or their neighbor's kids, right? So this is how you begin to build that know, like, and trust factor. So number one, If you already have some type of business that you offer, such as maybe you already have a micro school, I'm just going to tell you right now, here we go, field trips. You're going to be like, what? What about me when I don't even have a, a school yet? It's okay. 
I want you to think about this for later on. Start with the people that you know. So for an example, if you are already having a micro school, create some type of an event where you can get out of your normal location and bring families together for just a like-minded cause, such as go, we just went to Lou Gardens. We have gone to a floral shop. We love going on field trips to go hiking. It can be free field trips. We have gone to the zoo, an aquarium. Okay, the list goes on and on over the years where we've gone. But I tell you what, field trips are such an incredible way for your students to be learning, your children to be learning, and for you to be connecting with parents while the students are eating lunch. You can sit and chit chat with the parents. And it really gives that community feel, that connected feel, instead of them just dropping their children off each day. Even if you see them in the morning, like we always say hi to our parents in the morning because we're outside at drop-off time because the students are out there playing. We have like a rolling drop-off. So we're always staying connected to the parents, saying hi to them, and even at dismissal, they can see our face. So I give them brochures. That That's something physical, but even if you just have an an activity that you do with others. If you are starting out and you have a field trip plan, then that would be a really great time while you are taking at during your school hours as you are taking a field trip. Those parents here are volunteering, put in a little word about your next adventure or your summer camp. Great opportunity because you're just connecting outside of the original location that you typically see those families in. And along with field trips, let's say you can't have a field trip, Invite the families in to start doing things with you. For an example, whenever I taught in public school, we had Cinco de Mayo Day. And the students and the families, we put together different meals. And I had family volunteers come in. But it was just a way for me to connect with the people that I already had been surrounding myself with. Having little moments where you can talk with teammates, dinners, lunches, just something out of that work type environment or that school type of environment that doesn't feel invasive. And it's just an opportunity for you to share your heart, to share your mind, and to really connect with others in a different setting. This doesn't take any loaded extra energy. It's just a fun opportunity to connect with others. If you're a homeschooling parent, get together with other people and have field trips with one another and then just start sharing your heart. Start sharing what you are doing and the mission that you have. So bringing people together where kids can be there or not be there for all that matters. But if you can find an opportunity where the students are playing or they are at a location where they are learning and you're able to talk to adults such as field trips or any type of special event or dinner or a lunch, that will give you a great return on your investment. And plus, if you are a homeschooling parent, parents want to find other kids to socialize their children with or have experiences with. And so once you do that, you're really just becoming so much more connected within this network of those who are very like-minded. So that's field trip. Number two, and this is just something fun that you can offer for people in your community are special workshops. So number two is a workshop. And it doesn't have to be like the workshop where you're the sage on stage and everyone's sitting there listening. No, bring the kids in. Maybe you are learning about birds and you can build birdhouses or go on field trips or nature walks. You could even offer a weekend workshop or a summer workshop. Maybe you're a homeschooling parent and you've got a special niche and you can bring people in and you can teach them how to do something. Maybe it's how to organize their curriculum. Maybe it's how to teach. Maybe you're a teacher and you want to teach others how to teach phonics or to keep their children engaged over the summertime. 
offering a workshop that is free of charge or an event where parents can get something tangible out of it is a remarkable way. So I said workshop, but it could be a also just an event. Like maybe you're just hosting a movie night and it's an opportunity for people in your neighborhood to bring their children by. Maybe you're going to have just snow cones and a movie night, something fun that you can plan prior to the summer. You could say like end of the school year bash and you have something special for the families to bring their children to and they get a win-win because they get to drop their children off. You could also then at the very end send your brochure, but it doesn't have to be something that is charged even and it doesn't have to be something that is expensive on your behalf. It's just a fun event that you could bring families together. Remember, this is all about reaching out to your community and making connections with them. And sometimes, yes, you do have to show up for free, but you are going to get so much out of it yourself. Even if these people do not sign up for your summer camp or your workshop, let me tell you, they start learning about you and you are the face of this movement. You are the face of this opportunity and they will bring others to you. It's not about you trying to convince people to bring their children to your school. It's about you connecting with people and then they create create a network, like a spider web of other people. It just The connections just go and go and go and go and go. You are the nucleus and they are the ones who spread the word about you. This is what the whole idea is. Number three is what I like to call Table time. If you're ready for this, set up a table at either a local farmer's market, in town, at a citywide fair. Look those up right now. Remember, this is also about planning, planning ahead. Like for an example, whenever I just told you about field trips, okay, that was number one. I start going, okay, when could I plan a field trip over the next couple of weeks? When could I plan a meetup over the next couple of weeks? When could I plan a workshop over the next couple of weeks? When could I do an end of the year bash? When could I do a summer break fun splash pad activity? Okay, I'm just coming up with this off the top of my head. When could I be looking for a local farmer's market to see if I could put a table out or a citywide fair? What's going on during the summertime that I could actually just set up a table? And if you are setting up a table, I absolutely recommend getting a banner. I did get a banner that can hang onto a table. I'm in love with it. I was able to get it done within three days. I found someone, sent them my images, hired someone off Fiverr Fiverr, to help me create the images for the banner. And then I was able to send it to a banner company in my town and they were able to print it off. This took 72 hours and I thought it was gonna be like a four or five week ordeal and it wasn't. So getting a banner is a great idea. Getting a pop-up banner, I love those as well. That's brand new that we got this year. It's beautiful, it's easy to tote around and store. But I also got one that, like I said, hangs on the table. I have my brochures. I also have those clear plastic picture frames that stand up on their own. I think I got them for a dollar, a dollar tree. And those added some dimensions on the table to like little signs that I could put up on the table. And I also gave a drawing for a free summer camp. And that is a great way just to set up a booth or a table to have some even some tips or some bookmarks to pass out and a chance to win even a free book, so to speak. Something along those lines that allow you to just connect with people, bring them to your table, 
share things with children. I also had a couple activities out for students to build with Legos and Unifix cubes while I was able to speak to parents. So that's number three, table time. Number four is one where you will need to do a little bit of connecting, but it's very, very fun. And that is to plug into your local chamber of commerce. Now, if you're like me, where I'm from, I was thinking that the chamber of commerce was probably a lot of elderly people who made a lot of political decisions that I had no business being a part of, so to speak. But I actually found that chamber of commerce are super cool. And they are very incredible at getting your word out. They're very professional people and fun people. There are moms, there are dads, there are grandpas, there are grandmas. There are so many incredible multifaceted people who would love to share your services with others. And it's free. Plug into your local chamber of commerce. Like maybe that's the very first thing you need to do is call your local chamber of commerce and say, when's your next meeting? And typically it's a lot of people there. They share their business cards. They do brochures. My sister, who's like, oh my God, I could never do anything like that. But then she got into insurance sales and she had her first chamber of commerce event. And she's like, it was the best time. And I cannot believe how nervous I was going into it. But I cannot wait for every single month when we get together with our local chamber of commerce. And trust me, they're not just drinking coffee or tea. So if you are someone who wants to raise a class to somebody, I heard that there are a lot of local chamber of commerce who just make the environment very adult friendly, if you know what I mean. There are also business partners. For an example, there is an after-school program in my area called Extreme Sports. Now, she's got a building that I was looking at to possibly rent, and I went and spoke with her. She shared her brochures with me so that I could give them to my students for an after-school program choice for parents, and then I shared my brochures for her to keep up in the front of her lobby whenever parents come and pick their child up from after-school care. And so I just connected with her, and we were able to cross-market for each other. So that is your Chamber of Commerce and local business partners. All right, number five, and I already mentioned this before, but definitely a display. And when I talk about display, I talked about the banners for the table. I talked about the pop-up banner, but also yard signs. Yard signs are a really great thing to have. I use them my first and second year. I'll use them again this year. We put them at very strategic cross points, very busy roads. I had a lot of phone calls from that just of people going, I saw your sign. I saw your sign. I will say that I didn't get the most traffic from the yard signs. I gain a lot of traffic from word of mouth, email, and social media. Those are my top three, but I think yard signs are really, really great. You could also take your brochures, of course, and make sure that you take your brochures and your flyers, which are included in our business bundle. You can also just purchase the introductory packet or the brochure or the the parent partnership letter. You can also purchase the flyer. All of those items you can purchase separately or you can purchase them all together in our business bundle and save more money than what you would buying them separately. But these are really great places to start and hang up at your local library, bulletin board, spread awareness, or tips for helping children at home. You can update this bulletin board at the library. That's a definite way that you could get the word out or any other local area that just has a bulletin board for you, not just necessarily to promote, but to also give tips. Creating a display is a really great way to go. 
And last but not least is getting social for sure. Even if you're not a social butterfly, I love, love, love having families over to tour our school, but I do not just offer it any day, every day. I specifically just blocked out a week for each month where I know that I can have family tours. I make sure that those are the weeks that are really, they have boundaries and they have placeholders around them so that I can get my heart, my mind, my home ready for those who are wanting to tour and ask a lot of questions. I make sure my energy level is a certain place whenever I do this, but I like to have families over to see what our school is. You may even think of a social media live presentation or like a get to know you. You could go live on social media. You could also do a virtual workshop or a webinar. You can invite families to attend and to learn how you can help their children. You can even present a virtual workshop series for parents. I mean, the list is endless, but the point is this. Stay in front of people, either physically or online. Stay in front of people. That is how you get connected and plug into Facebook groups. Those are absolutely amazing places for you to get connected and getting into your community. Long, uh, not Longwood Moms, that's my city. But I type in Longwood Moms, Sanford Moms, Lake Mary Moms, Altamont Moms. I go into their groups. I get connected with them. I share our information about our school. I also look at homeschool groups. I look at private Christian school groups. I get connected. I have a very specific strategy about how I connect with them because I don't want to be on social media for hours a day. I go in. I've got a very, very incredible specific strategy that I use that I teach my coaching clients. I love it, but it is so intentional. And the more intentionality you have with these groups, the more connected and the better the return on your investment is. So I hope that served you well today. If you're ready to be coached and you need some clarity, you're ready to just have someone stand beside you. I'm here for you. Head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com shop. And I look forward to seeing you here next time. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way. Because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.